0: Anyway, this is Leo's theme song. Leo's specifically asked for the song. He's like, "Yeah, I need, I need my song. Play my track. I'm back on the podcast. Give me Uh,
1: something smooth, baby."
0: Yeah, because he's got obviously a deeper voice than me. At least I think. I don't know, but um, we're back. We had a big weekend of boxing. Um, I would love to start with Tony Bellew beating David Hay. You okay with that? I know that Golovkin, Martorossian. Golovkin is obviously the bigger star of the two. But I think this is going to be the more fun
1: topic. What do you think? Yeah, I think we should play it like the uh, 10 o'clock news. Hold the big news to the end. Start them off. Start them off with something tasty and then um, we'll string them along to the end.
0: So, we could go with the narrative that like Tony Bellew does it again big upset over the natural heavyweight, the muscle man, the quick knockout f- machine, David Hay. Now, obviously, I'm exaggerating a little bit, okay? But you and I both know this british fans seem to think that david haye has something and he has conned them again there's no way around that david haye conned the british fans into paying for another pay-per-view um and here's here's the reality of the fight well let's just first talk about how it played out okay so like from your take how do you think this one played out like what was the narrative of the fight for you
1: uh to me what I was looking for going in was uh how long is it before Hay gets injured again? <laughs> yeah. Pretty so pretty much exactly what happened.
0: Yep. Yeah, I, I so that's where I stood as well. Like I was just totally confident in my prediction that the same thing will happen because David Hay is going to get injured. And I I, I don't know how many times I've mentioned this on the podcast, but like David Hay is coming off of a catastrophic injury. The kind of injury and I think basketball is similar to boxing in that you it's a sport where you have to lose use your legs for explosive movement. Um, like over and over and over again. Now, in the NFL you have breaks, but like, you know, in bo- or in basketball, you could jump two, three times in a row and and then in boxing, you know, you could throw, you know, hooks against the, the your opponent on the ropes, as Tony Bellew did, and you gotta use your legs to put everything into your punches unless you're Conor McGregor. And Tony or David Hay tours Achilles and in the NBA very few guys ever come back from Achilles injuries and at least perform at a level that's close to where they were before it just doesn't happen that's a catastrophic injury you like it ends careers and like I don't know if you saw this but I saw like in the first round I was like oh David Hay's not using any of his legs like he's he's trying to fight off the front foot He won't push forward on his punches. He has no chance. He's done. And then what do you know? He looked like crap, you know, 30 seconds into the fight. It was obvious what was going to happen.
1: I thought it was a little bit more. Yeah, it was clear that he wasn't fighting. You know, he wasn't as shifty as he might, as you're used to seeing him, or at least maybe not used to. Like, that was like 10 years ago. Um, But yeah, (laughs) he's definitely not as shifty as he was before. But it seemed I thought he was in better shape. I thought well, a decent enough shape considering the severity of the of the injury he sustained. But um, like for the first two rounds, I was like, okay, so David Haye's not falling apart. And then uh, round three comes around, and I was proven wrong.
0: To me, he looked like Sergio Martinez in his fight with Cotto, but like Sergio after like a round. When you realize, oh, like that wasn't a, that wasn't like just getting caught cold. Even though Sergio himself would never admit that because of how much pride the guy has, but really, it's like, dude, it's obvious your shorts are gigantic. You have two knee braces on, and you know you cannot fight. Another one, Charlo versus Highland. <laughs> it was very similar, and I'm saying all of this because Tony Bellu not good at all. He's not good. Not in the sense of a world devil and not in the sense of, hey, let's bring Alexander Ushik into the conversation. Don't do that. Don't be stupid. Tony Bellew is it like it just basically beat an old, worn down cripple of a man two times. This isn't like beating Sergei Kovalov twice. Tony Bellew like had power. Does he really have power? How many rounds did he take to finish Hay, who was defenseless for most of the their first fight? how many rounds did that go
1: like 10 nine the first time it ended in the 11th I think
0: yeah 11 rounds to finish a guy with a torn Achilles are you kidding me are you kidding me and then and, and then this fight David Hay had no choice but to just trade and if you take enough flush shots with no leg strength I wouldn't be shocked if if Hay did not run a single like a single mile for this fight maybe they have like a 24 7. In the UK, I don't know. Maybe you know, but if no, they I did, I bet they didn't show any footage of him running. They didn't show any footage of him sparring because he probably didn't do that either. It was just purely a cash grab. I, I, I mean, I don't see what there is to take
1: away from this fight. Uh, let me try to give. Let me try to put one in. If Charles Martin's power can explode a knee, why can't Tony <laughs> Bell use explode an ankle twice?
0: Well. I didn't know we were talking about Charles Martin. You know that—that's a game changer, right there, Charles. Relevant Martin, heavyweights, baby. Charles Martin. So there's Tony Bellew, who's just you know, a fat guy from Liverpool, and then you want to talk about Charles Martin, who is a god amongst men. According to him, you know, I—I I cannot. I've, I've insulted Charles tonight. Martin. Putting yeah.
1: him in the same sentences, Tony Bellew.
0: Honestly, do you think? Tony Bellew could beat Charles Martin. Probably. Oh God, <laughs> you're talking to too many British people. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm I'm still a little uh, what what is it the that stoppages yeah. get fans drunk? The the yeah the the vapors of Hayes
0: once good resume are still, like, on you. And I know people like to, like, hey, how good was Hey ever, really? Who did he beat? At heavyweight? John Mormick? Nikolai Valuev? Who's, like, the missing link? Come on. I- I'm not sold at, at all on-, on this win. I-, I mean, really, I didn't care for the fight. It was like, and-, and this is okay with me. I didn't care for the fight in regards to how people viewed it as, like, anything but a sideshow. Like, I like these spectacle fights, you know? For all the bad things I say about it, it's obviously not Mikey Garcia versus Terrence Crawford. That's obviously not what this was. But two guys who, like, basically this fight has no bearing on the world level. No bearing on any title scene or anything like that. I like it. Two names that I'm familiar with. um, I like it. I didn't care if either guy lost because I don't really care for either guy. So, I mean... I don't know what to take of it. Like, it was just fun, you know? It's like talking about Mayweather McGregor post-fight. Like, we could talk... Ab- well, actually, in that fight, we could talk about, like, you know, Ma- McGregor being surprising. We could talk about his antics. But what is there to talk about after this fight? I don't think there's really much. Like, it went exactly how we imagined.
1: Uh, him calling out Andre Ward oh, was kind of telling. If you want to go for something post-fight. Sure. Uh, you know, a dude that's... He's, well, as he says, he's totally retired and done with boxing. And like, that's who he's leaning heavily on calling out. I mean, you've got, a, he's champion emeritus at cruiserweight. And, you know, you've got a whole crop of talented dudes down there. And did any of those names crop up? And if they did, they'd, they didn't stay on his tongue very long before he went back to calling for Andre Ward. Hell no,
0: because Ushik would end his career. There's certain guys in boxing that they will end careers if you're not th- if you're not at the top of your game. Spence is a guy that ends careers, and Ushik's is a guy that will end your career if you're a cruiserweight and you're anywhere close to the end. If you know Joan uh, um, Pablo Hernandez came back or Marco Huck, like he's done, he ain't ever fighting again at no world level. He'll fight some European dude, but I don't see that guy ever fighting again at anything close to the elite level because Ushuk's a guy that your career's over. You you take that beating, you don't ever want another one. And so, um, yeah, obviously Andre Ward would come to mind, which is interesting because let's think about this, okay? What do we frequently hear about Andre Ward's detractors other than he hits people in the nuts?
1: Clinch. Clinch fest ugly fighter hugger uh let's let's move away from what he does in the ring oh oh shit uh doesn't travel doesn't travel, and one more thing hmm he's boring like outside his personality he's got the personality of a of a rock uh enough leading the witness I'll just tell you
0: it's that he doesn't draw,
1: <laughs> okay,
0: you know we hear that all, all the go. time like Andre Ward was not a draw. Blah, blah, blah. Well, if he wasn't a draw, why would Tony Bellew, a guy who fought David Hay twice and who's only interested in fights that are going to generate him a significant paycheck, why is he calling out Andre Ward? Yeah, there's something there. Ward can draw. Like, And I, I've tried to make that case. By the way, if you, if you really are interested in like, oh, is this guy making this up? Go look at HBO's ratings. Ward's pulled in the biggest ratings uh, in the past, what, two years maybe since Canelo fought Kirkland. I think Andre Ward's done the highest rated um, TV cards Hmm. because he can't draw, obviously, because he can't sell out the Oracle arena, which is like a freaking basketball arena, not the StubHub Center, which, by the way, Gennady Golovkin could not sell out, and I guess we should move on to that fight.
1: Uh, (laughs) Enough hay value. All the Brits have tuned
0: out. Look, let's just first talk about, obviously, beautiful knockout by Golovkin. It was like wall-place punches. It's what you expect from him, no doubt about it. Um, yeah. But I, I want to talk about HBO because, like, I look, I came in forgiving Golovkin for this fight. Totally. Yeah, I don't me know too. If, were you on the podcast when I was justifying why they should pick somebody from 154? Uh, I don't think I was. I might have been, uh, Paul. Okay. But basically, I understood why they'd pick this guy. Or not Martirosian but just somebody from 154.
1: Yeah, and, definitely.
0: But what I can't forgive is HBO's commentary. Like
1: uh the way it, I watched it, I couldn't really hear. So Oh, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I was just watching the uh the clinic getting put on.
0: Well, Golovkin lost the first round. It wasn't much of a clinic there, but uh round 2 was uh basically like 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 the way you, my dad would have beat me. But, um, <laughs> but Golovkin, uh, no, so the commentary was just like Lambley kept, they basically kept. And, and if, by the way, I, I, if you didn't watch it, I invite you to go back and watch it and just every time they talk, listen to what they're saying and kind of take note of the bigger picture. And you'll notice that they have a narrative like a two sentence narrative that they they um I think the word is extrapolate where they like kind of like build off of that and they repeated it over and over and over and Lampley's like narrative was that the internet destroyed Margrosian as an opponent but when you look objectively he is a very tough guy for Golovkin to be fighting he said something along those lines and sometimes in those exact words, multiple times throughout the broadcast. And as both an internet fan and someone capable of looking objectively, I can say that objectively Lampley is wrong.
1: Yeah. I don't think the internet destroyed Marta Rosian as an opponent. I think Marta Rosian destroyed Marta Rosian as an opponent. I mean, just, oh, you're just going my... the
0: whole Brett screwed Brett route. Let's hear this one. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, I guess the old adage is, uh, who has he fought and who has he beaten?
0: <laughs> well, he's fought some names. Has he yeah, won? Yeah, exactly. Has he exactly. won? Has he been competitive? Well, no, no, no. Let me take that back because being competitive, it you know, you can be competitive but still outclassed. Compe- being competitive comes down to effort a lot of times. You know, some guys just give up in fights and they just want to see, they just want to survive. Um, and of course, no examples of this are coming to mind. Uh, maybe Victor Polsto against
1: Terrence Crawford. Who was the guy that, uh, O'Sullivan just fought?
0: Does There's O'Sullivan even know? Like if you asked <laughs> O'Sullivan right now, would he know who he fought? He'd be like, hmm, hmm. Uh, yeah, he's a real tough guy and, uh.
1: My, I'm not going to even attempt an Irish accent or anything, but uh, yeah. I, yeah, I would, tougher. but Have I've been it? told
0: not to. Our, our our friends in the Discord don't like my accents um, at all. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so I, I was just so annoyed, and, and they had a narrative as well with the Brackus fight, and I actually don't remember what it was because I didn't take notes during the fights to like keep track of some things, which I usually do. But they had a, a narrative. So I just invite you, if you haven't watched the card, you watched a stream that was illegal and you had alternate commentary or you just turned the volume down like Leo, I invite you to go back and watch the fight and just, you, it, it's like seeing the strings on the puppet. Is that how, or it's like seeing the zipper on the monster. Um, it, it HBO's becoming, and, and I can completely understand, like Max has first take. He has real responsibilities there and, I don't know what the hell Lampley does with his time and Royce busy posting pictures on the internet. So, you know, it (laughs) makes sense that they, especially with Max, that they're falling away from providing the kind of excellent commentary that they have, or maybe they've always done this. I was thinking about this. Maybe I just was too stupid to see it.
1: Or, you know, you had the, uh, is it rose-tinted lenses where you just see them in a? There, I mean, come on, it's HBO. This is the channel that most of us grew up on when it came to boxing, yeah. if you watched it at a young age. Mm-hmm. This was the, quote, golden standard, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you just never really paid attention to how they put things or how they phrase things, or you just didn't make sense at the time Yeah, when you first heard them.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of um, interesting you say that because I... I obviously see hbo very differently than probably the the general boxing casual fan like we both do but probably. i can't, i would be lying if i said that i didn't feel a little more excited when an hbo card is coming on than a showtime card even if the fights aren't as good there's just something about hbo's production quality and i know what i'm getting um i just enjoy watching for some reason just enjoy watching the fights more like on paper on hbo than i do on showtime i mean i love max followed him for a long time etc etc but like okay it's your old
1: pals yeah Uh, it's lamps
0: yeah which now just makes me sick hearing you say that uh but geez I i just again go back and watch uh but about the fight look was this any different from hay versus bellew in that a very predictable outcome was like staring us right in the face
1: and it actually just it completely was like the same thing. No, this was a, uh, this went according to plan. This followed the script exactly as I expected it to anyway. I don't know if anyone could kid themselves to give Marta Rosian a chance. It wasn't a question of if he would get stopped, but a matter of when. Yeah.
0: So did, did you think that Marta won the first round? I think I told you before we started recording, I, I gave him the first round. Um, so uh, one, did you think he won the first round? And two, did you think Golovkin was actually bothered by that jab that he got hit with?
1: I think that Marta probably did. Uh, I wasn't keeping score or anything. And uh, I wasn't, like, I was expecting this to happen. So I wasn't, like, deeply paying attention to it, to be honest with you. So um, pro- he probably did. He looked a lot more active in the first round. So I'm not really sure which jab you're talking about as far as uh, Golovkin being bothered. So, uh, if you could enlighten me please.
0: Yeah, so in the in the first round towards the end of the round, like he had a he ate a jab that kind of made his leg wobble a bit. Kind of did a little Amir Khan like kind of like jumped off the ground kind of um thing. Hmm. Uh and and I thought Golovkin was bothered by that shot. Uh and and that that was kind of towards the end of the first round, but I, I I obviously it didn't matter because Golovkin came out and just destroyed him. But I I thought for the first round, Golovkin was not in gear. Maybe he thought this would be a lot easier. Maybe he thought he was just gonna gonna end this quick. There was something off with Golovkin though in the
1: first round. Maybe he was expecting uh, Rosian to be a lot more uh, on the run perhaps, and he got, got tagged with like, oh shit, that's right, where he's actually trying to fight me. Oh, well, that would be a failure
0: from the trainer, don't you think, of like never watching a Martorossian fight? Perhaps. Uh, yeah.
1: How many weeks did they have to prepare for
0: Uh Two, but you'll watch one game and it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense.
1: Hmm. Um, <laughs> Maybe they're looking past him or uh, they overlooked him expected
0: it to be easy, yeah, which maybe. it was, but maybe I don't, I don't, I, I just thought it was kind of weird all, altogether. The whole, um, just the way Golovkin performed, um, they had the super long ring walk. The StubHub Center wasn't sold out. It was like 60% full. And I know if you look at the tickets or something, you'll, you'll see that, Oh, they sold a lot of tickets, but not a lot of people actually showed up. You know, the way ticket sales work is basically bots by all the tickets now. And then, or or third party sellers, and then, um, they sell them on whatever, like SeatGeek or whatever. They're not a sponsor, so screw them. But maybe I can get on Katie's good side if you guys use SeatGeek and use Katie's name, her thing, and then tell her it was from me. <laughs> Are you trying to get us an ad for no, SeatGeek? No, no, no. I yeah, an ad for me with Katie. <laughs> Uh, um. So yeah. So anyway, there, I again like there's, there's there's just nothing interesting about these fights. Like with hey Bellew and Golovkin Martirosian, there's nothing interesting to talk about. Like, I mean, did you hear any other narratives that I'm missing? Like, I, I these are the only things I. I, I mean, we could talk. Uh, I just looked at the post fight thread afterwards. I don't know if you checked it out, and it was just like, are you guys serious? like are we really talking about like how Golovkin is back? Are we talk like that, that that's not a story that I want to hear. Uh, the, the Golovkin's punch punching punching combinations and stuff were great.
1: Loved it. But just also... as usual. This was business as usual for me. Yeah. Uh, the overmatched opponent Golovkin bops him. Okay. What else is new?
0: Yeah. I mean, I we, it would be funny if we just read the comments from the post fight thread
1: oh i uh don't hang out on the sub too much after having to sift through the the mod queue uh, uh yeah, yeah, no mas no mass
0: <laughs> uh yeah the the um yeah, the users are some of them, obviously most of them are pretty cool, but there are just a select few who are just like
1: ridiculous with who really stand out, yeah, and it's it's jading. Uh they, the uh the mod queue might be more interesting to talk about than uh the Lufkin Marterosian, to be honest with you. Could we talk uh,
0: fine. Could we talk about how <laughs> can we talk about how um if we approve uh threads about Crawford um that were deemed racist?
1: Yeah. Uh or approve posts about uh, Canelo and it's the anti-Golovkin army is back. Jesus. Um,
0: somehow, if you um, are negative towards Golovkin, Canelo, Pacquiao, Lomachenko, or Kovalov, that means you're racist. Yep. Like, this is the kind of crap that we get accused of. But, you know... Whatever, nothing too bi- too much. The Brackus fight, you 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 said you didn't really get the chance to watch it because your stream sucked. Uh, yeah, my own feed to myself. Which is kind of weird. Like, okay, never mind. I, I was out. I was that. out in town. Like, it, I mean. Oh wait, so you? Oh, so oh, so you, you 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 tried to stream it from your house to your phone or something?
1: Yeah, I tried to stream it to myself. And uh, my feed kept was just really choppy, so I couldn't really watch breakfast. I got to watch like fucking ten seconds at a time. And uh, by the time I was able to get it working, they're in the corner, and then I get to watch the entire corner sec, like the the minute between rounds. I oh, get to watch yes. most of that. Yeah. And then the round starts again, and then it gets choppy, and it just wasn't worth trying anymore. That happens to me a lot, where you're you're watching a stream of something, and the
0: commercials are just always like on point, like smooth yep. and then once it starts back up it's like wh- why now why not yep. doing the commercials when i don't really care that happens to me a lot it happens to even sometimes when i'm watching british fights because they have commercials uh during their fights um but anyway the the brackets fight was it, it so we're talking well I, what i want to talk about is basically this k2 is like in this really crappy position because they don't have an in with young fighters. How do I know this? Who have they tried to feature? Golovkin? Old. Gonzalez? Old. For his division. And Brackus, Old. What do they have in common? Extremely talented. No doubt about it. With a... Uh, what would you say? Accomplishments. A resume. That speaks to the boxing fan. But... They get them so late that like they have a very short life with them, and like like Brackis already looks like she's she's done. Like if this is if 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 this is what Bracus is like, they're they're in trouble because women's boxing will will be gone from HBO soon. And like I hate to say this because she was like really seemed very nice. She seemed really sweet after the fight, and just kind of like uh, she kind of reminded me of Golovkin after his first fight. Where it was just like, oh, that's real endearing, um, but ultimately, like she didn't look good. She got tagged a lot. She got dropped. She was wobbled. Um, she got dropped. Yeah, she got dropped. Oh, her royal highness. <laughs> no, the first lady had her first but knockdown. Yeah, the,
1: the first lady. Goodness gracious.
0: Yeah, she uh, she she was winning the first half of the fight, and then and then the second half, she seemed to like slow down. And she has no power, by the way. And so she slows down. And then um, she just kept eating these shots. And then finally, she got dropped. And then uh, it looked like she got wobbled a little later. And she it, it wasn't that close because she had built up the rounds earlier. But if she had like just a couple rounds don't go her way, she could have lost the fight. Like the people who... who or, yeah, the, the camp from her opponent thought that they had the, the fight which means that they lost by a couple rounds, and it was close. Usually when you think you it's a robbery, like, you, you lost by a couple rounds. That's usually what I think. But Maybe the, some
1: swings didn't go their way. Yeah. Mm,
0: no, I don't think so. I don't think there were enough swing rounds. Uh, I'm sure they would say that, but I don't really think that there were that many swing <laughs> rounds. I think it was pretty obvious that, Close
1: but clear win for Brekus.
0: Yeah, like for sure she deserved the win. But it, does a rematch go that way? She would have to fight a little differently. I mean, also, here. Oh, here's some, something that I don't, since you didn't watch the broadcast, I don't know if you would have seen this, but in the, they they've made this like video segment for Golovkin and Canelo because they're obviously going to build up that rematch. Golovkin's not talking in English anymore.
1: Woo. He's speaking He's... in Russian. He's put his pack down he yeah. dropped his uh he dropped the pack he's uh, he's probably uh he's got his mind half out the door at this point I'm sure Mrs. Golovkin has a fair bit to do with that
0: yeah well what I'm wondering is for HBO to let him do that because obviously if I'm well you would think that HBO would have some say in like hey you need to speak English but what if HBO wants to t- to to spin the narrative what if they know that the only way to get people to buy this pay-per-view is to get Canelo's fans to buy it. Because from what we just saw, Golovkin doesn't have any. <laughs> oh, shots fired. And so, what if they realize that the only way that they're going to sell this is they, they, they appeal to the Mexican fan base. And look, don't even at me with this. Like, don't even try it. The numbers speak for themselves. The Mexican fan base in America drives the boxing industry. Like a large portion of it is made up from Mexican fans. And it's always been true. And obviously Canelo has that because um, surprise, surprise, he's not Irish. He's actually Mexican. And then Golovkin, obviously that's the reason why they, they have him speaking Spanish and doing the whole Mexican style. So they, they, they're not dumb. They, they know the, they know where boxing's bread is buttered. And, uh, but I'm, I'm, I just thought that was really interesting. I, I thought that, or no, I didn't say this, but, um, Rollins was saying that he thinks or not that he thinks, but he just pointed out that maybe that's not true. And maybe that Golovkin just doesn't care because people are interested in this fight no matter what. So he doesn't need to play his character. He doesn't need to do anything. People are going to watch it no matter what. I think that's also a fair point. I think that's fair. Uh, I don't. Obviously, I I'm like enjoy the conspiracy theory side of it more, and I think that HBO is like purposely trying to flip the narrative. But like, should I give them that much credit?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that uh, Rollins has a that's a pretty fair take. Um, uh, speaking in Russian and you know having a having it professionally translated to to put on a subtitle he can be more candid mm-hmm. uh than he can with his uh half english and he his spanish was uh, muchas gracias to my fans so he's definitely not going to be speaking spanish anytime soon Sigle the but, Maya <laughs> Yeah so i mean speak in russian and be candid be straight up he can he can say things he can put his thoughts into words obviously a lot better in Russian than he could in, uh, in yeah. English.
0: My, my counter to that is that you know you're going to be videotaped and you have enough time to figure out how to say what you want to say in English. Hmm. Yeah.
1: I didn't see the video, so, like, I've been, uh, I don't know, the only videos I've really been seeing are, like, him at in in camp before Martirosian, and, you know, when the whole uh, positive test thing yeah came out, so he's you know, working out. So can't really think as well as you'd like to.
0: Well, he didn't have any like hot takes or anything. I didn't watch that and look at it and be like, Ooh, Golovkin. It was pretty basic stuff. I, I, it was nothing like, you know, it just wasn't like, Oh, he, I can't believe he said that he still came off as like the same Golovkin. He just right. comes off as like a guy that's disappointed.
1: Yeah. Fairly that's It's fair. It's fair for him to be disappointed. Because I am too.
0: Um, Martirosian.
1: That's what we got instead. Hey. God.
0: Look, you're an internet boxing fan. You destroyed Martirosian as an opponent. But if you look objectively, he's a tough opponent. He's fought some very good guys and been very competitive with all of them. He comes forward. He's aggressive. That's Lampley right there. Obviously, right. I'm not that dumb. Uh, <laughs> I didn't watch the Ryan Garcia fight because I don't watch children fight. <laughs> Do you mean you weren't taking, taken in by his boyish good looks? Mm, that was... I See, I almost got set up into saying something that I would have to edit. So, um, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say, please
1: tell me how this fight went. Uh, all right. Without so, mentioning his good looks. Without mentioning... Or how many Instagram followers he has. Can I tell you that? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't know. If they kept oh. mentioning it. I oh think it was like uh, 800,000 or something. Oh, Legitimately. Wow.
0: 800,000. He's so
1: popular. Wow. Ryan Garcia comes out. They're doing the ring introductions. And one of his like uh, little accolades, you know, where they like a five-time world champion... Um, stuff like that where they list underneath the the record on the on the telecast yeah. uh yeah they had uh, his instagram follower account on there
0: jesus did they say that he was prom king too or did they <laughs>
1: <laughs> might as well have wow wow came in
0: was the backup second baseman on his high school baseball team did he finish high school uh I'm sure you no could. i i legitimately am wondering that like you know how when did he start boxing everything like that Um, Obviously, but anyway, how did the actual fight
1: play out? Enough of the. I don't care about how many
0: Instagram followers (laughs) he has.
1: Uh, So the fight played out um, not as you might some might have thought. Like I I guess the uh, the social media feeds got to me, and I was expecting a little bit more out of him. But uh, the way it played out was um, uh, Velez actually gave him a good, uh, a pretty tough run for his money. Uh, Brian Garcia, he looked. I don't know, maybe he was nervous or something, but he looked pretty stiff. He was uh, standing pretty straight up. His legs were really stiff. And uh, it, looked, it took him a bit to get into his rhythm. Uh, his you know, his little lightning-fast jabs and shit that he does for uh, all 800,000 Instagram followers. <laughs> Didn't see those very much. Uh, he had to do a lot more pot-shotting. He couldn't really string his combinations together. Uh, Velez was a scrappy he's scrappy and he was tough um i think but he's never been ko'd um i'm not sure if he's even been knocked down to be honest with you i didn't look into him that much but uh, i
0: think he's been knocked down
1: all right so but he hasn't been stopped um in any of his losses and some of his losses are decent i think if i recall correctly yeah i think only like good good fighters have beat him something like that Uh, no i take that back some of his losses are to good fighters. He some lost to a not. 6-0 and guy. All right. Yeah, yeah, I remember reading that. Uh, uh, Velez was scrappy. He was tough. He, he uh, came, to work, came to box on the inside, and uh, he, he worked his way in a couple times, and he was uh, working uh, Garcia's body. Uh, a couple times in the opening rounds, Garcia was catching him. As, he, as Velez was lunging in, Garcia was catching him pretty clean with some nice power shots, and uh, that disappeared by the mid-rounds and was not seen again. And Velez kept getting in on him. And he, uh, Garcia struggled with a, a dude that came to scrap. He couldn't, didn't seem to be able to clinch strategically and effectively. Um, his His means to deal with a guy that he could have teed off on if he was better was to run away pretty much had to reset if he couldn't clinch when he finally could figure out how to clinch he would just run away and reset jeez that was a uh, that seemed to be the plan maybe uh quit fucking around on instagram for all the 800,000 followers and get some more sparring in buddy
0: how how about stop lying about outboxing lomachenko oh jesus how maybe about, stop
1: calling out tank
0: yeah how about stop calling out guys that
1: dude okay
0: I look, I completely understand like being a young fighter at this point. And, and like so so first of all, I don't want to kill Garcia at all. Um and I don't want to criticize him like that. Like I just don't want to do that because
1: he's 19. That was the takeaway, exactly that was. Yeah, okay, he's a kid. He's, you know, he's a kid he, and that's he's a kid that's it.
0: grown up in a different world than us. Yeah. You know, I I didn't have a cell phone until I was in high school,
1: and Same. like not even a freshman. And even then, it wasn't a smartphone. At least for me, I, I had a
0: Nokia, like that little small Nokia. I could hurt someone with that thing. Okay? <laughs> like it was snake, and that's it. Uh, yeah, I I remember, like I we just didn't grow up in like having social media and eight hundred thousand followers and being able to to start a feud and get attention from the world at like whenever you want that that just wasn't part of our existence and so Ryan Garcia is in a very different world um I I I feel like but I don't know you, you ever get this feeling like you think you've noticed something but then the more you think about it it's just oh this isn't something that's new it's just new for you like you finally like opened your eyes to it like whole pc culture We're about to like drift off, like way off where we probably shouldn't go. But, you know, you know how everyone's like, oh, you know, it's too PC now. And, you know, you can't say this word or that word. But like, it's kind of always been that way. You just notice it more or maybe we have more avenues to hear people talk about that stuff than we did before. And I think, um, I don't know where I'm going with this actually.
1: Um, Maybe Ryan Garcia is a product of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. The, the entire world is at the touch of your thumbs now. So, and Ryan Garcia, you know, maybe it's because of how he looks, and he looks flashy for uh, against the the double end bag or something. Yeah. So, it's featured on fucking everything. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. It's on Facebook. Wherever it is that you get your, you know, your boxing chatter, there's Ryan Garcia. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and I guess he's
0: kind of taking or, yeah. I guess this makes sense, but he's taking like the Kardashian model of how you stay famous, and applying it to boxing. And we've seen Chris Eubank Jr. kind of do a little bit of this, uh, but we haven't really seen it too much with anybody here. And I think Ryan Garcia might be the first guy who's really coming around and using social media. And you know, we'll see how this how this plays out in the in the coming years. If putting he can, himself over. Yeah, like if he can use his platform and, and and a social media following to really use that to leverage his boxing career versus leveraging his boxing career with social media. You know, the other way around. You know, most boxers who are great on social media now they were already famous, and they're transitioning over. So that's probably more than we need to talk about this fight because I, based off yeah. of what you described. It was like crap, I mean, was it too soon for Garcia to be fighting a guy like uh, Velez,
1: Do you think Uh no, no, it was a he he dominated the fight. it just wasn't pretty. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he won f- at m- the most you could give Velas was like two rounds, maybe three, so he won the fight, he won the fight well uh, well, I guess he, he dominated it he didn't win it well, but he uh he swept it. he just wasn't a, it wasn't a good look for him. It wasn't yeah. as it wasn't as flashy as his uh his uh, speed bag work or whatever. I mean whatever we're gonna is s- he's posting. We're gonna see how he responds to that. So like,
0: you know. You talk a lot of trash, right, in this era of social media, and if you don't if you don't um back it up, you get roasted. I mean, you do anything and you get roasted on social media now. And we're gonna see how this how how Ryan Garcia if if well I also I'm kind of like kind I, I'm not too sure that um I guess what I'm trying to say is like we haven't seen this so I don't know will he be roasted Did anybody watch the fight Th- That's another thing. Ratings will I come out tomorrow, them. so I'll yeah. be able I to um do something on that. But like the ratings come out tomorrow, so we'll have to figure out anyway.
1: Uh, the crowd was booing them pretty heavily at the end. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Well, it's the LA crowd. They booed the 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 brackets fight at the StubHub Center. Uh, if you've never seen a fight in LA, they they boo for everything. Like don't like be defensive, don't. boo. Be a woman, boo.
1: So don't read too much into it.
0: Uh, I wouldn't if I was All right. I I wouldn't whatsoever.
1: Um I'll take your word for it then cuz I'm obviously not from LA.
0: Yeah, no, they boo for everything. They booed Hopkins's fight with Joe Smith Jr. Like they, uh, not because of he fell out of the ring, but because it was boring. And it's like, are you people stupid? What did you expect? You're here to see Bernard Hopkins fight. Have you seen one of his fights? He he somehow made a fight with Sergey Kovalev boring. Anyway, uh, stupid. Um, uh, yeah, we'll move that's on. enough on
1: Ryan G. We'll we'll see how he comes back, and uh, let's see see what he let's see how he rebounds from a not such a star making performance.
0: Well, if I say I hope he shuts his mouth, that kind of means that he's getting the reaction probably that he wants from me. But anyway, what have you heard about Matchroom's announcement? Is there any rumors that you hear on Twitter?
1: Uh, no, I've been a been a little busy. I haven't been trolling the the feeds lately as thoroughly as I usually do.
0: Okay. Well, I, the trolling is usually done by me. Let's be real here. Um, Oh, uh,
1: I meant patrolling, not that type of trolling. Sorry.
0: Oh oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. So I've heard a lot of things. um, One, which I think is just total nonsense. Um, They're going to sign a deal with Amazon for streaming.
1: I had heard that one a few weeks ago, actually, maybe like a week or two.
0: Yeah, and I – so whenever I see this stuff, I'm like, okay, let's get to the source. Like, where does this come from? Is this true, et cetera, et cetera? And um, I can't find anything. I can't find where that's come from. And I think there's just some, like, some fanboys, like, of Matchroom, and you know there are plenty out there. Um, these fanboys were like, oh, yeah, this is uh, going to – we're going to see uh, – yeah, um Amazon, you know, just coming out with freaking whatever they want and it's like, "No, I don't think that's what's going to be the case whatsoever." I'm pretty sure that the announcement is ESPN Plus. We're going to get ESPN Plus. We're going to get um what else would they would they give us? They're going to give us ESPN Plus and that's it because Bob Arum needs content. ESPN Plus, they need a lot of boxing content to get all of us boxing fans to subscribe. They have yeah. all of I think they have all of MLB Network. No, not MLB Network, but they basically are giving you like um uh how do I say this? Like they're they're making it so you get access to MLB TV. You know what that is? Like it's like Sunday ticket, but for um MLB. Baseball. And they okay. have it for like the other sports. And so they're trying to basically create a a platform which you can see any sport, anytime, anywhere, any place. You get it. um. So, like, that's what I think. And it's going to be a deal for Amazon Plus, And it's going to be completely underwhelming. Because Amazon I, Plus? Uh, shit. ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus. Plus. And, and I think it'll be underwhelming because, like, they're going to still keep certain guys on Showtime. Like, do you really think Anthony Joshua is moving to ESPN? Which would be hilarious. It would be so hilarious if he did. But um, I don't think so. Oh man, now that I'm thinking about it, playing out like how does a Wild what happens to the Wilder fight?
1: If uh AJ goes to ESPN? Yeah. Oof. Uh well, Wilder isn't necessarily married to a network. He's just continued to do business with them because uh, you know, Heyman recommends it. Right? He's not on a he's not on a exclusive deal. Right, he's not. So so he could go to ESPN if uh, who owns ESPN? It's Disney, right? Yeah, if Disney's willing to put up the cash, then why not?
0: Yeah, it, it's 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 real interesting if that if that would be the case. I don't think it is, but it would be really interesting. Like th- that fight, like I don't know. It's it's real interesting if they would let it happen. Um, would he like that? Would be a a significant move if ESPN's plan is to move to pay-per-view, that would be a way in which you do it is bringing in Anthony Joshua. Having Anthony Joshua basically makes it very obvious that you're going to move over to um, to the pay-per-view because you obviously have the freaking AJ versus Wilder fight. I, I, I love that, that idea now that I think about it. I don't think it's going to happen. It's 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 is ESPN Plus with the best fights still being on Showtime. Um obviously Joshua is still going to get his uh his chance to fight on pay-per-view against Wilder. Um and we'll just get crap like con Le Greco. That's what I think. Oh, I I'm sorry. That was a good fight. <laughs> the king is back. Oh.
1: So you uh you watch your tongue. <laughs> yeah. The king. As a, just on the, just to play out the other side of it, didn't NFL, aren't they streaming on Amazon? Um, I think Thursday it's only night? the
0: Thursday night games. Yeah, a, they're a doing lot the Thursday night games, yeah. Right? A lot of these guys are trying to um, move on to like online streaming. Um, MLB is doing Facebook games this season. Um, hmm. NFL also did Twitter.
1: Yeah, that, that was uh, like two years ago that they were doing the Twitter live games. Really, I think so. I think it was the it was the season before last. Oh well, little did I know. But time yeah. flies, my dude. Time
0: flies. Uh, yeah, it does. But yeah, I, I think that's literally going to be what happens. Um, I I don't think these online deals are feasible. Um, if we're see, I I don't think we've reached that turning point where people view online streaming the same way they view watching on channel two or whatever Hmm. channel two is for whatever channel, I don't know, whatever CBS is for you. Um, but I just don't think we've reached that point. Um, but when we do reach that point and it's going to take the NFL or another sport doing it, boxing won't be the sport. But when we see that, then, um, it's going to be very, very, very easy for, uh, Fights to get on those channels or not channels, those um, streaming services and people like actually tune in and it's not a problem. It's not a hit if they're not on TV. But anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about Mikey Garcia's deal with Zufa. Have you seen anybody, anything about this? No, just from you. Oh, well, I'm, you know, I got it from Kevin Ioli who reported it. Um, I always like, I guess reliable because he's a shill for the UFC. But then again, the counter to that is if he's a shill for the UFC, then wouldn't he just report a bunch of crap, whatever they tell him to report? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not really sure, um, what exactly the deal is with this, but I, I do like the idea like of, uh, the UFC getting involved in boxing, the more I think about it, the more I like it. Because a lot of promoters um do a really bad job putting their fighters over. The only guy that's really good is Eddie Hearn. Like, think of a like what does Bob Aram do for his fighters? Gets them paid. I'm well, maybe. <laughs> um, but what he does is like nothing really. You never see Bob Arum do an interview and after you leave the interview thinking like, wow, that I want to see that guy fight. He's, he's so good, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't build up hype that way. He's always just talking about himself or other people, talking about Don King or some nonsense like that. Tom Luffler can't talk about Golovkin without sounding like, you know, just a shill. What does De La Hoya do other than sound ridiculous and make people think about pictures of him on the internet? Like... I don't mean to criticize them, but they're just not good at really selling their fighters and being like egregious about it to the point, like, like the casuals buy into it. Eddie Hearn does that. And I think Dana White would be great at doing that for a guy like Mikey, who doesn't really have the biggest personality. We both love Mikey, but you can't deny that.
1: Nope. I wouldn't even try to
0: like Mikey. Like what's, what's your favorite Mikey interview?
1: Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, shit. There's this one where he was talking about fighting Takashi Mura a couple years ago. That was... Uh, it's, that's literally the only interview that I can remember. <laughs> so, that's it. His uh, his social media feed is not very fun. So
0: Seriously. To- it, like, it, it, what about Spence? Like, Is the best thing Spence has ever done? I, I think the best thing Spence has ever done. And I don't watch a ton of videos, but I know that... It was pretty cool when he was at the press conference for um uh what's his name? The Kell Brook fight? To me that was like the best uh Yeah, the, what the hell's a
1: chocolate brownie? That was a...
0: Yeah, it was it was just so Pete like, Spence. It's like what is that? Like who cares? Like did you come up with that? You're lame. It is, it is very much like how you would imagine like a normal person would react to that. But anyway, um, I, I think he's great. Do you th- What do you think? Um,
1: I think one of the ways uh, you might have put it this way on the exclusive Patreon subscriber-only podcasts, uh, just a little plug there, but uh, the way you put it on one of those was that Dana White... Is the kind of mouthpiece that not famous fighters or fighters that don't have a personality, like a really boisterous or noticeable personality. He's the type of like he need they need he needs to be the front man for those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. For Errol Spence, um, Keith Sean Porter to a degree. Uh, I mean, Sean Porter tries, <laughs> but it's not poor, very good. Yeah, poor Sean. Um love I love Sean Porter. He's really nice. I've met him. He's a nice dude. Um like Adrian Broner, the Charlo brothers, Wilder. These these guys can do it for themselves. Yeah, they're good. Bomb Squad, uh about billions, Lions only. And, uh Man Down is ki- kinda kinda works, but Spence doesn't do much to put it over himself. So and, you know, he, he lets his, his skills do the talking. Mikey Garcia lets his skills do the talking. These guys need someone like Dana White who can really talk shit for them, yeah. so that, to speak.
0: that's what it comes down to. And that's basically, that's what this is. That's what boxing is. It's like just a bunch of trash talk.
1: Um, yeah, it's promotion. That's exactly what it is. It's promotion. It's the things that... The, like the the short clips the sound bites that get people talking about it but, but like Dana white turning purple in the face like he does when he gets all hot and bothered and you know like uh oh, Mike Garcia is the best goddamn fighter at 35 and uh yeah and I don't know mouthing off however he does I don't really know much about him so or I don't like watch his UFC promotion tactics so yeah you know just Of Just him being boisterous for the fighter instead of the fighter having to do it.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know a ton about him. But what I do know is it is comparing him to boxing promoters. Like, what do boxing promoters really do? They stand behind fighters and smile. Like, really, what do they do? that's all they do is they just stand behind fighters and smile like and they they handle the logistical stuff of putting on an event and that i'm sure that's very necessary but the reality is that's not difficult or well anybody can do that like look at the guys who pbc has right now and see this is where pbc is failing is they have guys who are in the background promoting who don't really get in front of the camera don't do anything like that and then they don't have anybody other than the fighters really speaking for the fighters and the fighters aren't good at it. They're not good at promoting themselves. They're good at fighting. So it's this holding pattern. They need a face of the franchise, so to speak. And Wilder they need someone can't do it for, himself, rep- for everyone.
1: They need someone whose reputation precedes them. So like Bob Arum doesn't have to do that type of shit anymore. True. De La doesn't really have to either. Their reputations precede them. And Dana White his reputation is from a combat sport but mm-hmm. his reputation exists. Yep. Uh, Lou DeBella tries but not he's not that known. Yeah. Well, he might be more known now but he definitely wasn't before. Richard Schaefer's a known commodity but he doesn't uh, have the charisma to pull that off. No, he he doesn't. He he's a he's like a businessman. He's he's a backroom wheel and dealer. Yeah. He, he needs a, a Dana White of his own.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree with that. That would be a, a great way to put it. Like, and, and that's what we saw with um with De La Hoya is like he had a face, but in this situation with De La Hoya, it wasn't a face that was like a face to that did the talking. He just kind of like had the recognition and had the fumes <coughs> of being a star in the past. Right. But um, you know, I, like. It worked out for a while, but like, would it still be working well? I don't know, but I think, uh, Schaefer and obviously I don't think guys would want this because you know, that's another piece of the pie that you got to give up, but I think it's necessary for, um, uh, these guys. Uh, and that's it. And I actually, I'm going to end the podcast here cause I'm having trouble talking. All right. Um, But yeah, Leo said it, subscribe on Patreon, you get exclusive podcasts, Um, uh, have one coming out. I don't know if I can get it out by the end of like Friday, but by the weekend, Um, an episode on the Wilder, yeah, the Wilder and the Pavetkin legal thing. There's a lot of misinformation that's out there, which I could be talking about anything in our current news, can't I? A lot of misinformation about there, a lot of people who are talking like they know what they're talking about and getting everything wrong imagine that um but it's best to just look over the documents what did what what did they rule in court and just kind of see what we can parse from that that's what we'll be doing um definitely follow us on uh social media so that's facebook that's twitter that's instagram you can join our chat um i would definitely at leo at all hours of the night he likes that love it um i don't uh i well actually i love it too you can do that but i just block people Can you block... Actually, can you block people? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Oh. Oh, I... I, This blows my mind. I didn't know I could do that. I I did not know I could do this. I would have done this a long time ago to one particular user. Um, But that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. We'll be back. uh, I'll be back on Patreon very soon. But uh, we'll be back over the weekend with a new episode. Um, And... Let me know any feedback that you guys may have. Uh, I love getting that. I love. No, um
1: you're not gonna preview the king, baby.
0: Oh snap! Oh, I forgot about the previews. See, uh, we're not ending the podcast. I'm gonna edit all that out. All right. Shoot, I totally forgot about previewing fights.
1: I looked... Yeah, uh, it's just uh, Lenar's Lomachenko. That's really it. 58, uh, 58. Is there anything else special coming out?
0: Um, no, just a Lenar's fight. Oh, we could talk about it. so. All right, let's move on to the fights this weekend. We could talk about Tony Harrison versus Ishe Smith, but nobody wants to hear about prospects that just didn't quite pan out. Let's talk about this Lomachenko versus um, Lenares card, which this is bizarre for me. But there's no undercard listed on BoxRec. Yeah, that was unusual. And I haven't uh-huh. heard anything like as far as who's going to be added to the to the
1: to the undercard. Didn't Bob Arum say no one goes to no one pays for the undercard? No one pays for pay-per-view to watch undercards?
0: Yeah. I, yeah, that's true, but like that doesn't necessarily mean don't put an undercard. Like have you ever been to a fight where everyone showed up on time?
1: Uh, is uh Conlan? You fighting?
0: would expect that Conlan and Shakur Stevenson like those dudes would be on the undercard because first of all Stevenson is just from, you know, New Jersey. Just backyard, which yeah, is close to New York. And uh, Conlin obviously, he's got Irish fans who, you know, I guess there's a lot of them. Um, but yeah, What do, uh, what's the angle you're looking at with this fight?
1: All right. So I think that this is a good one. It's not a great one. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. That's pretty much it. It's a good fight. I'm expecting Lomachenko to win uh, moderately handily. So that's a uh, uh, that's a very cold take. So there you have it. I'm expecting Lomachenko to win. I think this is a I think it's a good fight.
0: I I'm I think it's a good fight. Um, no doubt about it. But I I think it's being talked about as more competitive than it actually is. Um, you know, the reality I think is that this is basically you have a guy who's very 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 talented in Lomachenko moving up in weight but he's fighting a guy who i think is a paper champion who's who is Linares beat like i know we've talked about for a long time that Linares is one of the most talented pure like fighters in the sport but that's only from looks like that's from shadow boxing and stuff like he's fought guys that aren't that good there's no there's no denying that and so Let's let's say that Spence was moving up to fight Saddam Ali.
1: How would you feel? Um uh, shit. Saddam Ali's gonna get probably gonna get murdered. Um or well,
0: Lenars is the number two champion at I I should be fair. Lenar's is the number two champion, and that's not fair because Ali's not number two at Definitely his in not. his division. But like um let's say that Golovkin moved up to super middleweight. Okay. And he fought, um, who's the, the paper champion here? Uh, James DeGale? Would you think that that was like like um, a 50-50 fight? No. I wouldn't either. I would clearly be like, oh, Golovkin's going to kill DeGale. Like, DeGale might be able to take his punches a little better than your average um, middleweight. But... it's going
1: to take him better than Marta Rosian, at least.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, let's keep DeGale out of the ring for two years and see how he does. But I I think, um, or like the number two guy at 168 is Gilberto Ramirez, I think. Are you sure that Golovkin doesn't destroy Ramirez? I know he's Mexican,
1: so, you know. Uh, I'm not, I wouldn't, that's not an easy pick.
0: Yeah, I think Golovkin easily beats him.
1: Ramirez is underwhelming, but I don't think it'd be a, I don't think it'd be a wash. I mean, he might make it a little tough, but on paper, on paper, yeah, like I mean, Golovkin is Golovkin. gonna go up and beat him. Yeah, on paper, definitely.
0: So th- that's how I feel about this fight. Is like I-, I, I, I like the the idea of it, but the reality is, I'm not gonna be shocked if um, Lomachenko goes in there and, and beats up on on Lenares, because I think Lenares is pretty flawed. And the only interesting thing, at least that I'm going to be looking for, is does Linares' size play a role in the fight? Because based off of my understanding of, of the two guys, Linares is going to be pretty big compared to uh, Lomachenko. I, I but does he
1: ever fight with his size?
0: He should. He's a, he a, a should. But is
1: that, is that what he does? That's, like, that's not really in his wheelhouse.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not too sure. I mean, I also wasn't wasn't too pleased with his last fight against so Yeah, I thought that was a pretty horrible performance altogether. Um, have we seen a picture of these two guys next to each other? Have they had a press conference for this fight?
1: Gonna be honest with you, I haven't been looking.
0: Well, yeah, uh... it's something that I think I would remember if they had a press conference. Like I can remember press conferences for lots of fights. And I'm just starting to get suspicious. Like, is this actually happening? Is this all a figment of my imagination? I've, I'm, like, going to Google this because I'm actually, like, really curious. Like, have these guys been in the same room?
1: Does Aram really need to do work on this one? Um, Lomachenko has the – he's not a, – a, don't misunderstand me. He's a, He's a talented dude and all that. Yes, I know. Christ, don't even at me about it, about being some kind of hater or something. He's not well-known outside of boxing, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, he's he's a bit of a cult following. So I think that um, a lot of the people who really, really admire him are going to be putting him over for Aram. So he doesn't really need to. Um, it's a grassroots movement.
0: It, uh... If this fight isn't be on ESPN Plus, it's gonna do horrible numbers. First of all, um, is it though? Um, I saw a, a poster for it and it had ESPN Plus listed, but uh, I, I, don't I don't necessarily think... agree with that. I think um, they have to do uh, they have to do publicity for this fight, and 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 I think what they were counting on is that the Canelo Golovkin fight would serve to give it publicity, lead. and that was then be the to be lead. lead uh yeah it would lead into that and that that they'd be able to talk about it on the broadcast and then you know everything would they'd all work out together perfectly fine um God but that obviously Canelo. hasn't happened hey it was contamination of all the,
1: of all the taco stands dude why do you have to go to that one what do you humphrey bogart i don't know i'm just trying to trying to slip some comedic effect in there didn't, okay
0: didn't work. I, I don't think you got my joke have you seen Casablanca? No. Oh. Well, he has a I'm uncultured swine. Yeah, you are. Um, but I gotta shout out ESPN for spelling uh Lomachenko's first name V A S I L I Y. Which is like you only spell it that way if you're gonna be a hipster.
1: That's is that the appropriate spelling?
0: I don't know. I'm 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 not from Ukraine. I just spell it however I first see it. So I first saw it V-A-S-Y-L, and that's how what I'm going to stick with because I'm stubborn. Uh, this fight's going to come on really early. It's on at 5 o'clock for us.
1: Is that when the card starts or is that when the fight yeah, starts? Yeah, that's
0: when the card starts. The undercard starts at one thirty.
1: Yeah. Is there something happening on this Saturday?
0: No, it was because they would lead okay. into the, the, the replay of Canelo Golovkin at 7 o'clock, and then... By 8 o'clock, we'd be watching Saddam Ali lose his title to whoever he's fighting. Um,
1: But obviously, that's all been thrown off. Well, so has... Isn't the Saddam Ali fight? Yeah. Liam Smith got sick. Yeah.
0: Sick of hearing about Canelo. Um, (laughs) So he's just like, I'm not even going to just fight on this stupid golden boy card. I'll get a title some other way. It's a WBO.
1: They'll just give it to me anyway. Because uh, you still got Liam Smith listed. Mm,
0: it's because I can't spell his opponent's name.
1: I'm just kidding. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I saw who the replacement is. I don't remember who the replacement is. though.
0: Jaime Munguia. That's right. The guy who was originally supposed to fight Golovkin.
1: Right. Hey, I mean, K2 did a, they did a good job getting their guy something.
0: <laughs> get it, Get. It, they got him in somewhere. Just yeah, they just got him in Golden Boy. Um, yeah, but they couldn't get uh our friend um Spike O'Sullivan in there. Mm. F 54? No, well uh, could we talk about that? Like, why didn't Spike O'Sullivan would have been a far better replacement? I well, not a better replacement, but I think they should have done that. Put in Spike O'Sullivan with Saddam Ali. Obviously he'd have to come down and wait, and I'm not sure if he could. But, like, that would have been an interesting um, fight for Ali and for O'Sullivan and a way to keep the title in-house if Saddam Ali had lost. But uh, no one really cares about that. So, um, yeah, we will tur- we will wrap it up here. So, we mentioned earlier, exclusive podcast on Patreon. You can subscribe there, sundaypuncher.com. Or, um, no, patreon.com slash sundaypuncher. You could also go and follow us on social media. You can go uh on twitter on instagram on facebook follow us there leave ratings or reviews um someone left us a one-star review i'm not happy with you 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 spread lies in the review but it also gave me a laugh so it's okay Uh, yeah
1: i thought it was actually pretty funny
0: yeah like if if you're gonna do it like that's the way to do it but don't do it don't do it please (laughs) okay don't do it because that really is gonna like i'm gonna have to never mind but um don't do that join the discord um talk trash there like At least I can respond um, and it's fun and and then I can block you if you're too offensive. But anyway, that's it for this week's episode. We'll be back soon and uh, have a good night. Thanks for coming on, Leo. Yep. Uh, I'm going to play you your song now. Something smooth, baby. Oh, I just, you know, had to pick the song with like the longest intro ever.